John chapter 5, five verses of Scripture here, verse 5. says, And a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. Man, that's time for a change. You've been sick 38 years. It's time for something different. When Jesus saw him lie, and he knew that he had been now a long time. Ooh, it's been a long time. Has it been a long time? Have you been praying for a long time? Have you been wondering now for a long time, God, when? I want you to know Jesus knows exactly how long it's been. Mm. I felt that. I don't know how much farther I'll get. Because I, I feel your heart is hurting. I can feel it. Because you've been praying for a long time and you've been waiting. Feel like I've been waiting for a long time and it looks like everybody else is getting theirs and everybody else is happening for them. But I've been faithful. I've been there. I I'm telling you, the Lord sees your heart right now. He sees that, boy, I know you, you, you put on that smile and that brave face, but God sees your heart hurting. But he, I want you to know He sees, and He knows exactly how long it's been. When Jesus saw this man and knew those things, He had a question for him on that day. He said, will you be made whole? Will you be made whole? I think God's got an answer for you here today. I hope you'll listen to what the Spirit is saying and that you'll just let the Lord work in your life in this place today. Things can be different when you leave here today. But the man, the, the man who was lame, the impotent man, answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me in the pool, but while I'm coming, another steppeth down before me. And Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, took up his bed, and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. On that seventh day, on that seventh day, that man was able to get up and walk. I want to preach for just a little while on this. And then, Jesus. Huh. Would you lift your hands and let's just pray for a moment and just ask God to keep moving. Man, I feel the Spirit of the Lord. And then, Jesus. Oh, God, have your way in this house today. Thank you for what you're doing in this place, Lord. Move by your power. Touch us, oh God, and let us hear what the Spirit would say. Oh, God, heal us, change us, direct us, God, in this place. 
Oh, encourage your people today, oh God. Bless your people in a mighty way. God, we ask for your blessings today in the name of Jesus Christ. Everyone said amen. Give the Lord a hand clap and just lift up another praise to him before you're seated. I, I feel the Lord. I feel the Lord. Hallelujah. You can be seated. God bless you. I'm not sure how the Lord will dissect what I've already got up here. I feel him just moving already just in the reading of the text and, and touching our hearts. And, and when I, before I just get started, I want to remind you of something in here today, a very important fact of Scripture. I believe it is Mark 9 and 23. I think I gave you that. Jesus said unto him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. If you can believe today, I'm telling you, and the Lord won't lie, and he can't lie, and he don't lie. And if you can believe today, I don't care how long it's been, is there anything too hard for the Lord? I don't care how long it's been. If it's been 38 years, I don't care if it's been a lifetime. I'm here to tell you today that that's long enough. That these things have bothered you and hindered you and troubled you long enough. And it's time today to let Jesus make you whole. Hello? Come on, somebody. Anybody still believe today that your answer is found in the name of the Lord? I'm just going to go ahead and, and see if I can get somebody to get with me and agree today. I'm here to declare and proclaim liberty to the captive. To the opening of the prison to them that are bound. It's time to get some beauty in exchange for ashes. Come on, somebody. There's somebody been grieving and suffering, but it's time to get the oil of joy for mourning. It's time that you let the Lord give you a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness you've been dragging around. Honey, I'm here to tell you today that whatever it is and however long you've been going through it, no matter how long it's been, Jesus can fix it. Today is the day that you can be made whole. Friend, I've just got to believe that Jesus can still work in the hardest of situations. You know, he asked Abraham that question, is anything too hard for the Lord? Because that's how we, that's how we look at things. It's either easy or it's hard. And when it, we make excuses when things are hard. Well, I messed up because that was hard. I couldn't keep going because that was hard. I couldn't run that, that marathon. It was hard. I couldn't put that together. It was hard. I couldn't take that test. It was hard. I couldn't pass that class. It was hard. But when it comes to the things that pertain to God, he said, is there anything too hard for me? Is there anything going on in your life today that I can't work out? And Abraham, I know you think you and Sarah are just too old to have a child, but biology don't bother me. I'm the creator of man and woman. I, I, I can do anything, and, and I know how old you are, and I know how long you've been wanting a child, but I'm here to tell you today and speak a word that'll bring it to pass, that at about the time of life, Sarah will have a child, and guess what she did? So I want to tell you and encourage you about something today. I don't know how long you've been carrying what's going on in your life. I don't know how long you've been banging your head up against the wall or how long it feels like you've been kicking against the pricks, but I want to tell you today that 
that God is able today still to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. But I wonder who will believe him today. Hey, guess what? Your answer's not going to come from me. It'll come from the Lord. I'm just going to tell you what the Lord said for me to say. I'm just going to preach what the Lord wants me to preach. But if you can believe, all things will be possible to him that believes. If you need to be saved, honey, you can be saved. If you need to be healed, you can walk out of here whole. If you've been down, you can walk out of here up. Come on, if you've been bound, you can walk out loose. You heard them singing it today. If you feel like you're dead in the house today, Honey, you can be resurrected to walk in the newness of life. There's still life-changing power in the name of Jesus. We've gotten so comfortable with his name, and we've gotten so comfortable in our service that we forgot that he's the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the King of kings, and the Lord of lords. He's a creator, and he's a savior. He's a deliverer. The Bible says he is a man of war, and when he has to go out and fight for his children, he always wins. He's the comforter, but he's also a consuming fire. And honey, if you could just throw your doubts and your fear and your discouragement and your heartache into, the, into that fire, he would consume it all. God is still able today. Oh yeah, I've been doing this thing for over 30 years now, and I still get excited about where God brought me from. I still get excited about what he can do if you can just believe. I couldn't quote scripture, but honey, I could believe. I didn't know how to pray, but I could believe. I hadn't even been baptized yet, but I could believe. Friend, I'll tell you, when God spoke, I believed. And then I received, and it changed my life forever. Or I could just simply say, my life was headed in the wrong direction. And then Jesus this man had been this way for 38 years. Now, I don't know if he was born this way, if he got hurt in his life. There's no age of how old he is. It's just he's been hurt 38 years, and that's a long time. And Jesus knew it had been a long time, and he came that day to tell that man, it's enough. Will you be made whole? He'd been, he had watched others walk past him. He had seen others get their miracles. And he was still getting older and not getting better. Maybe in the beginning he rejoiced with them that got their miracle. It was exciting. And maybe even it was some of his family or a friend and he could really rejoice with them and say, that's great, brother. I'm so glad to see that happening for you. But after 38 years, he's in a place of settlement. He's there. I don't even know if he was trying to get to the pool anymore. There just wasn't anywhere else to go. I've been this way for a long time. And I don't know, and I still don't have a man to help me. He's got all the excuses to why I don't have to move or even try anymore it must be for everybody else it's only for those that can walk it's only for those that can move oh how many times in the house of the lord have we said it's only for those that were raised in it it's only for those that's got an anointing it's only for those that's got a talent it's only for those that's popular but but i'm telling you it's for all of us 
And you know who Jesus didn't go to? He said, I know that guy can walk. I don't need to go to him. That guy can walk. I don't need to go to him. I go to that guy. He can crawl. He can do it. But this guy can't move. And the Lord knows that you're stuck. And he knows that you've camouflaged yourself and hid yourself among those that look just like you so nobody can point you out anymore. But he has walked right into the midst of this place today to tell you, I have seen you and I know what you're going through and I know how long you've been going through it. And today I'm calling you on it. Are you going to lie on this bed of infirmity or are you going to get up today and walk? Will you be made whole? I'm sure he thought it was going to be just another day. It's going to be just another service. I'm just going to watch somebody else get their miracle. And then Jesus. Nobody, hey, they were so focused on that pool that nobody even realized that the giver of life had walked into the place. They didn't realize that the healer of all our diseases had showed up. They didn't even know the Holy One was in their midst because they're so focused on one thing. And so Jesus said, I'm going to have to go tap him. And say, hey, hey, I'm coming into the crowd to get you. Uh, I don't know where you're sitting at in this house today, but the Lord's coming down your aisle. He's coming up behind you. He's going to lay his hand on your shoulder. And he's going to say, will you be made whole? And maybe you thought today would be just another service and then Jesus. Maybe today you thought, well, maybe next time. But today Jesus is here to give you what you need. Oh, somebody ought to lift their hands and start praising him right now. Because the Lord's in this place. I know it's simple, but it's so powerful. God can and God will deliver. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, the Spirit of the Lord's moving in this house today to do a work. You ain't got to fake it till you make it. Go ahead and get made whole today. Go ahead and let God touch you in this house today. Quit putting on a show and get whole. Oh, I know those little, little catchphrases and things we say to kind of boost ourselves. But man, let me tell you why. Let's, let's just quit searching for new memes and let's quit looking for new quotes and fancy sayings. And let's just listen to what the word of the Lord will say. I'm sure enough people that sat down beside that guy and said, hang on, buddy, next time. Oh, you still good. Hey, you still got two good hands. Come on. It's all right. Just because your feet don't work. Hey, a lot of people can sit, you know. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sure he had plenty of people that pity for him. But one day Jesus came with a word. Uh, he said, will you be made whole? I've laid here. And I've wished. I wonder how many times his family forgot to come pick him up after pool service. You know, he, he's the lame guy. Hey, I thought you was going to get him. I thought you was going to man, get that camel and go pick him up. Somebody go get a bed and pick him up because he, he can't walk. He can't drag himself for miles. How many times did they get busy doing their things? Hey, did you go get? Oh, you didn't go get him? Oh. And, and get there, and he's the only one there. You ever feel like that? I'm the only one. I'm laying here at a place where miracles happen, but nothing's happening to me. And then Jesus.
I've been laying here for a long time. I've done got a little bitter over it. I'm a little discouraged over it. I don't think nothing's ever going to change. And then Jesus. Oh, oh, what a Savior. He's the living God. He's able today to do whatever you need him to do. There's still nothing too hard for the Lord. Whatever door has been shut, God can open. Whatever door needs to be closed, he can close. Whatever wall he needs to tear down, he can tear down. If whatever he needs to heal, he can heal. If whatever he needs to fix, he can fix. Oh, uh, lift your hands, church, and just receive the word of the Lord. I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost is doing a work in this house right now. God is moving in our midst today. He cares about you. He knows what's going on in your life. He knows what you're going through. He sees what's happening. Glory, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Mm. <laughs> we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. <laughs> Look, uh, God's doing it. Just listen to him. Hallelujah. He hears you. He's seen every tear, every, every sleepless night. He's seen that fear that you have. But God is here today. Long time, but I'm telling you, I feel it in the spirit. Long time, but God is able today. That man was hoping for a miracle from the pool, but a greater one than the pool was there. And that same one is here today. And, and I'm telling you, God can do it. And we can lay on our bed of affliction and just lay there waiting for something other than Jesus and never get any better and actually think we're doing something. Getting comfortable in a crowd of sick people. Making excuses why we're not better. It's because I don't have a man, Lord. Well, guess what? Man can't do it for you. Jesus can do it. Listen, Jesus... Is where excuses go to die. When we get into His presence, there's no more excuse. There's no reason why we can't be made whole. Uh, he had missed out time and time again, and then Jesus. The length of time, the severity of the problem did not intimidate Jesus because all things are possible with God. Whatever you're going through, whatever you need today, it's possible. You've, you've, you've convinced yourself it's impossible, but I'm telling you today, it's possible. It's possible. We talked about Abraham and Sarah. The scripture says in Hebrews 11 that she judged God faithful who had promised. You've got to know today that God is faithful and all things are possible if you can just believe. I've said this before. And I, oh, I, I wish that it would just really take a hold. What if we got up and got ready to go to church on Sunday morning like people did in the Bible when they knew Jesus was going to be in a certain place? 
Oh, they would travel for miles. One time he got in a boat to go and they run around, went around the sea to, to cut him off to get there. They followed him into desert places where there was no food. They, they would just go and sit and stay with him. He would have to send them away because they, were, they would rather sit and fast and hear his word than, than uh, be comfortable. They, they just wanted they, crowds thronging him, people pressing through crowds, people climbing up in trees. What if we would come to church with the same expectation and the same excitement? As, because guess what? Where there's two or more gathered in his name, he's there in the midst. And if we could come into the house, you know what? It might just catch on to us. You might just light somebody's fire. Man, what you bouncing in here in, through these doors today for? Because I'm looking for God to do something. Or you, could, you can come in like slept rock with your head down and a thundercloud over your head. Yeah, I'm just going to go get in my seat. And I'm going to sit there and wait for somebody to knock me out of my chair. No. I'll worship Him through the tears. I'll praise Him when it's storming. And I, if my heart's broken, I'm still going to lift my voice and say glory to God in the highest because He's worthy of it. And if I've got any hope of any help, it's in Him. No more excuses. No more, hey, no more singing the blues if you know who you serve. And I know who I serve. I heard somebody, I, I think my wife was talking with someone the other day. I wasn't just... Uh, eavesdropping but I heard them they referenced this little saying it's okay to not be okay I can, I can get with that it's okay to not be okay but it's also okay to be okay <laughs> it's okay to not be okay it happens to all of us sometimes we're just not okay it's not okay to stay not okay. Hey, but when God does something in your life, it's okay. You know, I don't want to be healed and keep laying on my bed. Because the word that can heal me has already went forth. I don't want to, is it okay to be okay? I've been sick for a long time. Is it okay for me to get up and walk? Is it okay for me to do things that other people have been doing now? Is it, it, you know, some people are comfortable in they're not okay. In they're not okay. In they, they, they don't know how to live not being not okay. But friend, when Jesus comes, he makes things okay. He makes you whole. And, and, and it don't matter if you're, well, I'm not okay because of a mistake I made. If Jesus forgave you of that mistake... If he covered that, if he washed that away from you, then it's okay to be okay. You don't have to carry the shame and the guilt around. Uh, it's okay for you to go ahead and be okay. It's okay for you to go ahead and preach and to sing and to worship and to live for God and to tell somebody else that Jesus can forgive you. Don't let the enemy say, well, who are you? I'll tell you who I am. I'm the blood-bought, redeemed child of the King of kings and the Lord of lords. That's who I am. I'm a man that made a mistake, but I went to the feet of Jesus and got it washed away. I'm a man that was broke, but I let the Lord make me whole. Don't be afraid to be okay. Time and time again, Jesus proved that he changes situations. 
But you need to know today, today it's been long enough. And today could be your day to take up your bed and walk. You just might be like Bartimaeus, the man with the legion of devils, the woman with the issue of blood, the disciples on a stormy sea. No matter, no matter what it was, Jesus could take care of it. Even four-day-old dead Lazarus, come forth. Come on, somebody. He'd been dead for four days. He was nasty. He was stinking. He was beginning to decay. And Jesus put all that back right when he said, Lazarus, come forth. He didn't come out with his flesh falling off. He didn't come out uh, walking like a zombie. He come out whole. We've got to trust what Jesus can do. In Acts 3, there's another lame man. Peter and John were going up to the temple. It says at the ninth hour of prayer, a certain lame man from his mother's womb. Now, we know how long this guy's been there. He's been lame since he was born. He never walked. As far as I know, I don't even know that he ever crawled. It doesn't say, but he was lame from his mother's womb. And they would just take him and sit him at the gate. He was... uh, he was conformed to the condition of his birth. He didn't know anything else. And then Jesus. Just the mention of his name. I'm going to skip on down because while he's sitting there, he sees Peter and John walking up. I'm just going to narrate instead of read. Here comes Peter and John walking up, and he looks at them expecting to receive something. And Peter looks at him. He said, hey, silver and gold, that ain't, that ain't in my pocket. But what I have, I'm going to give to you. And he took him by the hand and said, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And the man leapt to his feet. And he went on leaping and praising God and followed them into the temple. Do you know he could never go to the temple because he was lame. So they sit him at the gate. They put him where he's close enough to hear everybody else. He's close enough to see everything else that's going on. He's, He's right there watching everybody else walk by. But on this day... Jesus changed all of that. And now he's doing things he only dreamed about. Now he's doing things that other people were doing. And nobody could say, hey, ah, no, you you can't do that because you was born lame. But I'm not lame now. Don't let nobody tell you, oh, no, you can't do that because you were like this in the world and you were like that in the world. But I'm not like that now. Jesus made me different. Yeah, I used to be an alcoholic, but I'm not an alcoholic now. I used to sling dope, but I don't do that no more. And I, and I used to hang in the clubs, and I used to fight and steal and, and do all kind of ungodly things, but, but that's not who I am anymore. I'm in Christ, and that means I'm a new creature, and old things have passed away. Yeah, I was a lot of things. And then Jesus... And had sit there most of his life and then Jesus so you can take up your bed and walk it's your choice you can walk in newness of life carry that bed as a testimony let people see you are not just laying around anymore but that God has done something in your life don't get comfortable laying there do something different he gave you the ability a word of power and promise, and he intends on you being made whole. Leap up, praise him, walk, whatever it is, but you've been on that bed of circumstance far too long, and it's time to obey the Lord and say,
I will be made whole. It's so sad to remain less than whole when the one who makes all things new is here. The man, it said, at the pool, Jesus said, he knew that he had been like that a long time. But it was just a short time that he was in the presence of the Lord. I mean, just a few moments. A long time he was sick, but look at how just the Lord walking into your situation can reverse 38 years can erase 38 years just just that moment of time and but you know the thing with us is us that have been made whole sometimes we've been with him a long time and we don't know who he is the lord looked at philip philip said oh, lord show us the father and he'll satisfy us and jesus said have i been so long time with you have you gotten so comfortable following me and just watching miracles and seeing things happen and hearing me teach it? Have I been with you all this long time, and, but you still don't know me? Oh, how about it, folks? Have we been? Maybe it's time for us to, to check our Holy Ghost pulse. Have we been with him so long that we've forgotten how powerful he is, what he can do? How he can do. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I don't want to forget who he is. And let me tell you, you may not have known him as long as a lot of people. And maybe your situation's been going on a long time. But in just one instance, God can change all of that. I know who I serve today. The prophet Jeremiah said this. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. For you are my praise. He said, I got no doubt. He's the healer. I've got no doubt he's the Savior. He can do it. And so, listen, child of God, you might be down, but you're not out. When I fall, I shall arise. <laughs> come on, somebody. Let's stand together. Honey. You can come on to the music. and Let's stand across the building. I'm getting ready to, to close for the altar call here. and I want you to know that God's not done with you in this place today. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 42, he, he was talking to himself. He said, hey, soul, why are you disquieted in me? Why are you cast down? What's going on? He, he was doing a little self-examination. He said, my hope is in God. I, they ain't, I got no reason to give up, to surrender, to stay down. Because my hope is in God. You know, you can be heartbroken, but you don't have to be down. You can be in a desert place, but you don't have to be down. Jesus was all about feeding people in desert places. You can be in a fiery furnace and not be down. You can be in the valley, and his rod and staff can comfort you. You don't have to be down. But it's time that we start speaking to our situation, to our circumstance, and that we start saying, in the name of Jesus, that's long enough. No more. But as we get ready to come to the altar, I, I want you to just contemplate some things, think about some stuff, and you know, maybe 
And I know that the Lord was speaking to people directly in here today. I know it. But maybe you thought, well, I'm unworthy. And then Jesus. I've been gone too long and I've gone too far. And then Jesus. I've been too bad. And then Jesus. I can't be healed. And then Jesus. I can't be made whole, delivered, or set free. And then Jesus. I'll always be alone. And then Jesus. I'll never know real love. And then Jesus. Nobody cares about me. And then Jesus. And then Jesus shows up and proves you wrong. You know, we always want the Lord to affirm that we're in His will. Absolutely. Lord, I want to know I'm in Your will, that I'm walking in the right place. But, but you know what I also like? I like when He proves me wrong. When I'm just like, don't know if there's any hope for that one. And then He proves me wrong. Yeah, Lord, I'm glad you sent them here, but boy, I don't know. And then, look what God's doing. Yeah, that's just natural, man. That's just natural human flesh. Lord, this is coming. I don't know how we're going to get through this. And then he just, boom. He proves me wrong every time. Because the answer to that age-old question, is there anything too hard for the Lord? The answer still is and will always be, no, there is nothing too hard for the Lord. So let's lift our hands for a moment and just every eye closed and just lift your hands and let's just worship for a moment before we come to the altar. Prepare yourself to receive from the Lord in this altar today. I want you to picture in your mind that every step you take toward this altar today is a step farther away from that bed of affliction you've been on, from that long life problem that you've been going through for so long that every step you take toward the altar today, you're leaving your past farther and farther behind. You're leaving that heartbreak. You're leaving that sickness. You're leaving that addiction, that depression, that stress, that anxiety, that worry, that fear. You're just leaving it behind. And you're going to take up your bed and walk. You're going to walk into the newness of life. You're going to walk into the promise that God has given you. You're going to walk in it today in Jesus' name. And while she's playing and beginning to sing, I want you to take steps of faith now toward this altar. Find you a place you can kneel or come standing with your hands lifted, but I want you to come walking in faith that God is doing something in my life. I want you to come and pray believing that God is doing something new in my life. And saints, if you see somebody, pray with them. Connect your faith with them. You see somebody praying, you know they need the help of the Lord, then get with them and let's bind together and agree together. Pray for one another. Lift one another up. But let the Lord bless you completely, totally in this house today. God's not done in this house.